Hello and welcome to Everything Kansas City, your go-to podcast for everything in the 816 and 913. Welcome, I am Amy. I'm Elisa. And we are doing airport part due. Yep. Uh, So we wanted to revisit the airport episode after we listened to the episode last week. uh, The initial thought was to talk about some of the objections that people are having online. Right. Uh, Elisa's been doing her due diligence on Facebook uh, comments by uh, defending some of it. But interestingly enough, it has taken somewhat of a turn um, in that she is a little more skeptical. Would you say that? Um, not skeptical. That's not going to change my vote, but yes. Absolutely yes. yes. Okay. Because she did copious research getting ready for this episode and last episode and she, anyway, she she came upon some information that was maybe. I think I focused on the pros and cons of the actual airport, but I really didn't delve into how we got to where we are and how that changes some things. Right, right. So process. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So as I was reading some comments on people why they're voting no, um, it seemed like there are a lot of trust issues right now. Right. <laughs> and. After doing the research, rightfully so, I understand right. I understand the trust issue. So I want to talk about that first, kind okay, of the great. history. And I kind of want to start off with, um, I'm going to start off right now with the press conference that we had in May with, with Mayor. Okay. And that's when he was announcing that um, they were backing the sole bid at Burns and McDonald to build the billion dollar privately funded single terminal airport. Right. Um, the aviation department found out about 36 hours before that press conference. Yes. Um, and then the city manager also didn't tell city council beforehand. They got an email like the night before. Right. So the ca- city council didn't know. Right, right. Um, so the mayor and the city manager wanted them to sign off, but the city council pushed back and said it was better to open the bidding up to other companies. Sure. So what they were trying to do is kind of rush this through, like, hey, let's get a new airport. And technically, I'll go into this a bit, we didn't really need a city vote right. initially because it does not require any taxpayer money. Correct. Okay. Okay. So we need a new airport. Somebody wants to pay for an airport. Let's let's go build an airport. Is how that went. Um, but because they wanted to open up the bidding process and say, "Hey, is Burns and Mac really the best for this for this thing? Let's open it up." Well, <laughs> they decided to go ahead and open it up. Normally, it, it's a six-month bidding process. We did three weeks. We're trying to rush this through. Right. Um, and then we only got ended up getting three bids where normally you would get a lot more. Sure. Actually, I think there might have been more, but couldn't get everything all together. And okay, so, you, so the supposition is that they, we would get more bids if the process had been open for more, yeah. more time. Okay. Yeah. Um, so City Hall created a selection committee to evaluate the bids, and and that consisted of the city manager, <laughs> three of his employees at the aviation department, two council members, and they were selected because they were chair, really the committee and the yeah. transportation. So committee. that just made right. sense. And then they brought in some experts to advise. Right. Um, 
And so there was a city councilman who helped pass the resolution for more transparency. And I forgot his name already. Quentin Lucas. Yeah. Yes. And he was thinking, wait a minute, why are we just not finding out about this? And blah, blah, right. blah. Right. So, um, so surprisingly, um, Edgemore wins the bid, not Burns and Mac. And I will. I do want to say that they did follow all of the rules in this. Right. There the was more. No, the city. Oh, right. Okay. They did not do anything illegal. They did not. They followed all the rules. Right. Um, and they and even the communication process, they really didn't bring any rules that way either. Everything right. was all right. up and right. up. There's something in the field of law that we call the appearance of impropriety. And you, mm. you don't ever want to give off the appearance of impropriety, even if you're not breaking any ethical rules, l- legal rules, or whatever, but you just want to make sure that to all the parties that are not lawyers that you are not giving off. Right. So, now, was that done? Right. I mean, so that's... That, 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 there's... Right. There's where it comes in. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, Edgemore wins the bid process, not Burns and Mac. Um Burns and Mac was actually disqualified because they're financing plans. But what kind of stinks about this is because it was such a short bid time, right. we actually didn't have all the rules given to everyone right. of what we wanted. Right. So Burns and Mac could have come up with a good proposal that fell within the rules, but I don't think they had all the rules. Right. Okay. So that automatically knocked them out, which is kind of disappointing. It is disappointing. Um. So the councilman bought... Oh was at all the selection committee meetings except for one, and he has concerns that um, the review process was vague, like the people on the selection committee really didn't understand everything that was going on. Okay. Not because information wasn't given to them. It's just that maybe there probably needed to be more advice... advice advisors. advisors on there and maybe more time. You know, I mean, things like that. even with people that are familiar with a big budget like city council... Yeah. That still is a whole nother monster. A whole, oh, yeah. You know. To me, it sounded like they were just understanding the tip of the iceberg on that, which is understandable. That's right. a huge thing. Yeah. And we're going along with it because of that. Correct. Right. right. So okay. the question is, did we ask enough questions? Did we now allow enough time? You know, things like that. Right. Um, I don't think they did anything bad. I think they were just going with the knowledge that they had. Right. And what right. you don't know, you don't know. Right. Um, so they went with Edgemore. Um, now I will say that two council people voted it down. Scott Taylor and yeah. Barnes. Barnes favored Amy Combids. Right. And Councilman Taylor favored Burns and Mac. Right. But I feel like that wasn't even a fair vote, honestly, because not everybody had all the rules. Right, right. Well, and yeah, and Burns and Mac is in Scott Taylor's district and certainly well, is a big, yeah. you know, partner and yeah. So I do want to address, I guess now's a good time to address why was it rushed. Right. Okay. So why I personally think it was rushed. Okay. I think that's good. Was because Brown back in February was scouting out places for a new airport. He already knows that the airlines wanted a new airport. He didn't think that KCA was going to step up. If they can get one for free, if we can get one for free, then surely he can make the same deal and just put it in Kansas on the Johnson County side. So he's already 
looking like if we don't vote this, I'm I'm going to look into seeing if we can do it because then they can get all the money right that they're going to make. Right. So I think that's what really kind of pushed this right. now at this time. Sure, because we're about to we could potentially be about to lose out on everything. Right. Okay, so. People, another thing people were kind of, so there's why the trust issues are happening right yes. now. And I understand that, but I don't think it's necessarily. It's um, not lethal. Right. It doesn't and, kill it. And I don't think they were doing it in a mean way. I don't know what right. I'm trying to say. Right. They weren't doing it in an unethical. No. Illegal way. I and, think they just thought it was the first way to push it forward. And then it kind of needed and, to be more held up to the light. Yeah, and I don't think they were just trying to line some pockets of some people. Oh, no. I don't think that. I th- really think that they had the best interest of the city at heart. Absolutely. Doing it this way. Absolutely. So that's why it hadn't changed my mind. Right. But I, I still don't like it. I still yeah. wish we would have had more time. And there's some yeah. things I wish it would have had, but it didn't. So here we are. Right. Right. Okay. So the other thing is, in 2013, we did kind of did a study of, do we need a new airport? Right. And even Southwest Airlines said, no, we're good. We don't need a new airport. We're good. But what happened was in 2014, the Wright Amendment, um, which has restricted air traffic in Dallas area airports, had now put was more... Appealed. Was appealed. Was rescinded. Right. Yes. So now we had to put, bring in more flights over here. Right. And we got crowded. Right. Um, and then the airline also retired their smaller 737s? S's? Yes. Oh, no. 737s. Okay. Um, so now there are more people on, on every Southwest flight. So there's more people in the gates and it's it's causing a lot of congestion. Right. Not only in the gate, but actually out on the tarmac. Yes. Um, so it's really difficult for passengers to navigate starting in 2014 to become an issue. Also, other airlines are ditching their small planes. So that causes a bigger issue, not just Southwest. Right. Okay. So... In my opinion, people can get mad about we. it was fine in 2013, it's fine now, or they can say, I don't like the way this deal was done. But the situation is something needs to be done with the airport, whether you like the way it happened or not. Yes. And our only options are to build a new airport or renovate the old. Right. So let's focus on that. Right. And get rid of everything else. Right. Because it doesn't matter. This is our situation. Yes. Okay, so let's talk about the new airport. So, the city can't afford to build a new airport on its own. It's way too much money. Right. There's no way. It's We don't have any money locally. We don't have any federally. We have nothing. Right. It's not going to happen. So, the only way we can get a new airport is if it's privately funded. Um, the city already had the right to move forward with a new airport vote without a vote. Right. They didn't need us. The city owns the airport. The only reason we had a vote is because Dan Coffey from Citizens of Responsible Government got a petition requiring a vote, requiring the vote, which right. is what we voted on. Was it last year? Uh, I think it was 2015 or 16, but yes. Yeah, yeah. it was probably last year. Um, so that's the oh only... Oh my gosh, 2016 was last year. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that seems a decade ago. Oh my gosh. Okay, so, but that's why... <laughs> It's a, a vote is required right. now. And right. so peop, a lot of people were saying, why are we even voting on this? It's not required. But now it is because of the petition. Right. Okay. So let's talk about the Edgemore plan. I just want to know why we have to vote and why only Kansas City, Missouri people are voting. It's right. because it's... We own the airport. Right. Um, the Edgemore plan. 
there's you guys can go look at the benefits of the Edgemore plan. Okay. It it alleviates a lot of our issues that we have. You can go to the bathroom once you've gone checked through to TSA. Oh gosh. Yes. <laughs> um it's going to have 35 gates able to ha- handle incoming generation of larger passenger jets. Um passenger arrivals and departures are on separate levels, so okay. there's not the mixing. Um curbside service for both, so we're not losing out on that. Good. Uh, more plentiful parking. Um, both the pre-security spaces and gate areas are more spacious, blah, blah, blah. Um, so, I mean, it alleviates a lot of the things that we even talked about last, last week. Right. So I'm not going to go into that. It's all over the place. You can go find it. So the plan is a good plan. It, it fixes what we need. Um, and I will go, and we can go through the pros. It's going to improve our flight options. I know a lot of people are saying we don't need them. We don't need improved flight options. We're good to go. That's so crazy. I know. It drives me insane. <laughs> it really drives me insane. Okay. Um, actually, we're going to get more direct flights. We're going to get more international flights. Um, from a business perspective, it's going to help. Yes. Um, I will say that only 12% of the customers of Kansas City International Airport are from Kansas City. So the people whose argument is, I like the way I get on and off, blah, 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 you're the minority. Right. We're doing this not really for us. Right. We're doing it really for everyone else. The people that come through. Right. Okay. So when you think about the conveniences of when you have a long layover, I mean, we never have a layover there. Right. We don't, right. but everybody else does. Yes. So 80% of the people do. Yes. Um, so conveniences like better bathrooms, charging stations, places to eat when you're stuck there for 10 hours. Right. I mean, it's a nightmare. It would be a nightmare. It's a ni- I think it would be a nightmare. Um, so that's all going to be nice. Um, it also improves what we talked about last week about the um, EPA yes. um, problems with the de-icing and the chemicals doing getting the runoffs. Um, also TSA security we've been grandfathered in and we don't have to follow the procedure right or whatever that is yes and the new airport will fix that because i think tsa at any point can say no you're not grandfathered in anymore right can you imagine no oh my god we our airport would not work at all like i don't i don't know what would happen in that situation so i mean at some point they're gonna say you have to fix this yes yes um it's not paid for by the tax tax funds right um Obviously, we're probably going to see an increase in ticket sales, which is, I think, Sacramento's, which is kind of equivalent of what they did. Okay. Um, I think theirs went up by 4 to $5. Yeah. I'm guessing 5 to 6 on ours. Right. And Inflation. Well, no, this is, theirs was pretty recent. Okay. The reason is, I think, is because Edgemore said that their plan is going to cost about $1.3 I think they said. Okay. But... They didn't have all the specs. Oh. So I think that's going to grow. Yes. So in the end, I really think it's going to be like a $5 increase per ticket. Right. Okay. All right. So then, I mean, five, five bucks. Yeah. Um, For those complaining about the money, I get it. $5 is a lot. But if you're, if you're traveling four times a year. Right. It's an extra 20 bucks to have a new airport. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. Um. Let's see. Oh, security lines will be more consistent. I've had people say, we don't need it. I get in there in and out like in five minutes. It can take up five minutes or it can take 45 minutes. You just don't know. You don't know. You don't know. Yeah. Um, baggage claims. We talked about that. It's going to improve that and be more efficient, less costly. Um, 
I think I talked a little bit about are we rushing it? And I think the reason why we're rushing it is basically due to the border wars. Right. And I think if we want to keep it in in can or in the Missouri side, I think we're gonna have to do it. Honestly. The border wars should be a topic of one of our podcasts. Yeah. Kind of talk about the economic policies of that because I feel like it's a total zero sum game. I think so too. Yeah. But I mean, for the state of Missouri, when you're thinking, like, for this, for Kansas, does it really matter if it's in Johnson County or if it's in Jackson County, the airport? Right. No. no. To us, it doesn't matter. I right. think to the state, it does. Yeah. Oh, I get it. I mean, I, I get why it's going on. But, yeah. you know, the fact is, is, you know, these companies, a lot of these companies will just switch sides to get, take advantage of the tax financing. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. So, um, so there's that. Let's see. Okay. So... Can we just repair what we have? Right. So there's there's the other option. So that was the new stuff. Other part, can we just repair? In the end, it's actually going to cost the same or more to repair. Right. The numbers I read, and I read two two different sets of numbers, but basically it was $300,000 or $300 million per terminal. Right. Which is $900 million when you can just do one for one bill, like another million dollars. Right. So... And that only gets you five to, no, I think it's maybe 10 years right. of upgrades. Yes. And then you're going to have to put in the other. Do it anyway. Yeah. yeah. So really, what is the point of that? Right. Exactly. I, I don't get that, why people are just saying that. Exactly. I understand you don't want to just throw something away. Somebody said that we're in this throwaway economy yeah. or society. And I get that. Yeah. But when it's not working, it's not working. That's an old, useful, I mean, it's been useful for 50 years. It's not yeah. as if it's a spring chicken. Yeah. Um, and the bottom line is, you know, airlines don't want to come here anymore. Not just from a convenience for their passengers, but on the tarmac, the configuration, it's a freaking mess. Right. And fixing fixing it, doing upgrades is not going to fix that. Right. Um, you know, somebody was saying that when they have connecting flights, and we don't have to deal with this because we don't have connecting flights here. Yeah. It's everybody else that has yes. a connecting flight. They have to go out of security, go to their other place, Christ. and then go back into security. I yeah. can't imagine going to an airport, traveling that day, at a different and having to go out of security and back in. Nightmare. I would be so ticked off. It's livid. Anyway, that's just <laughs> Yes. Agreed. So the convenience, and people are saying it's so convenient now, but what the convenience is... Yes, you can get to your gate rather quickly here. Right. But you're going to have so many connecting flights from now on. We will have no direct flights anywhere eventually. Exactly. Um, and that's not convenient. No. So where do you want your convenience? The thing. Yeah, do you want it to take... front end or the back end. Right. Do you right. want it to take six hours to get to your destination? Or do you yeah. want to tag on an extra 20 minutes? Yeah. Is I, my thing. I feel like the convenience thing is way overrated. Yeah. Way overrated. It I mean, is. I just feel like I've been... I've traveled a lot... And navigating an airport is just kind of difficult, but as long as you sort of just kind of like, I'm going to gird in and yeah and get this done, but I just don't even think Kansas City comparatively is that convenient. I don't. I don't think now, so either. Now, of course, either. it's my cheapness parking in economy parking, but I mean, you know, that's going to take at least 25, 30 minutes to get yeah. over to the airport and, you know, and then like you said, it's a total gamble of how long you're going to have to wait in that line. Yeah. So I would say pick up when my mother comes in and I pick her up from the airport, which is not often enough. I love you, Mom. Uh, she It's easy to go get her. She's right there. You know, the thing is, though, I travel a lot to Minnesota, and I just went to Huntsville, which is a smaller airport, but it's still bigger than ours. Right? Like, really? It's a, yeah, that airport's bigger than ours. That's depressing. <laughs> but 
when my sister picked us up, it was right there. Like, it was right. nothing to get in and out of there. Yeah. Like, there are lots of airports that are in and out for pickup and drop off. Right. Right. Like, yeah. I feel like that's not even an issue. Yeah. And plus, the new design, whether this holds up or not, the design is the same way it's curbside. So, right. does it matter? Yeah. No. Exactly. Exactly. Anyway. All right. All right. Anyway, I understand people's skepticism. Yes. I get it. I was starting to like, oh my gosh, I can't. The way I watched some videos and read some articles about how that happened. But Brittany, when you step back and look at the big picture and what the consequences are of voting no, you can can try to vote no just because you don't like the way it was done. Right. Initially. Right. But think about the consequences of what's going to happen if you vote no. Right. Because you know? they're not going back for a bite at the second apple. Oh, no. If this doesn't pass, it's done-so for right until yeah. maybe a new council or who knows. But We definitely have to, I think we definitely have to wait to, for a new council, definitely a new mayor. And yeah. by the time that happens, I think Johnson County will swoop that up. Ah. It's not going to take them any money. And right. Brownback is hated by a lot of people. Right. And that the economy is so bad in Kansas of what he's done. This would kind a of be a victory would be good. Yes, this would yeah. be a victory for him and it wouldn't cost him any money. Yes. So if you hate Kansas as much as I do. No. <laughs> I don't hate Kansas. Except I just Lisa from Kansas. I'm a Kansas girl. But I mean I grew up there. I just I just moved across state line. Yes. <laughs> yes. But I mean I just don't I just think it's stupid to lose out on this because of that. Yeah. And the video she's talking about is a KCPT Week in Review did an hour-long special on Friday night. And it interviews Councilman Lohr, Councilman Barnes, Lucas. It has uh, some, you know, dissenting voices. And anyway, it would be worth your while to watch it, even though it is 55 minutes long. But we'll put that up on the Facebook page in case you're wondering. Yeah. And I think that's where the process kind of shows up in sort of a negative light. And I think it definitely shows right. up in a negative light. Yeah. But I think the bad thing that this didn't show was stepping back and look at the big picture, what happened before and after this. Right. Like, they're not seeing the whole picture. Yes, yes, So yes. That's just me. There you go. All right, all right. So we so the voting is on November 7th. You can go to kceb.org to find out where your polling place is, in case you don't know. Open to all Kansas City residents. The polls are open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. And I think I, think I posted... 6 a.m. No, it's 7 a.m. No, it's 6 No, it's 6. It's 6. Yeah. 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. And I think I posted a sample ballot so you can see everything that we're... Awesome. ...on our Facebook page. Great. Yeah. Is it that the only question? No. Oh, what else is on there? I didn't look. Ah! <laughs> it was more than one question. <laughs> I'm going to go do my research before. I just haven't had time to All look right. at it. All right. Good, good, good. <laughs> All right. Well, join us after the break, and we will bring to you Quick Hits. All right. So, Quick Hits. I'm taking the realm today. Taking the realm. Taking the realm. Governor Greitens fills two seats on the Kansas City Police Board with the nominations of Don Wagner and Bishop Mark C. Tolbert. And it's actually not a nomination. It's just an appointment. They don't have to go. They don't have to get approved. The Swope Park Rangers, which is the female professional soccer team, advanced to the United States Ladies Championship match. Yay! Yay! Go girls! Uh, Crown Center Ice Terrace is officially open. You could have gone there on Friday morning at 6 a.m. and skated for free if you so desired. Hey, I think Town Center is too. 
Town Center is November 19th. Oh, okay. I only know that because I was looking for Future Fridays. Oh, Friday, nice. So. Okay. Uh, there is new technology at the Kansas City polling locations and should make Tuesday's election check-in faster. Mm-hmm. And uh, want, 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 Moustakis, Hosmer, Kane, Escobar, Mike Miner, Mike Miner, and Jason Vargas are all technically now free agents. So, Aww. so goodbye. All right, so um, tell me... Or I can go first. What is making you happy this week? Um, this is funny. Well, I mean, I'm a pretty happy person. A lot of things made me happy this she week. She is so happy. But <laughs> I'm gonna say I watched Thor. Oh, nice! And on Thursday night, and it was way funnier than I thought it was gonna Yay. be. I literally laughed out loud, and I feel like I may have snorted one time. Ah, like that's hilarious! Funny. I want to go see it. I'm gonna go see it next weekend. It was really good. That's awesome. Um. What is making me happy this week? It was the mid-season finale of my favorite show, The Good Place, with Ted Danson and Kristen Bell. Uh, it's a little uh, half-hour sitcom on NBC. And we I started watching it with my kids last summer. Like, we found it on Netflix. And I was like, oh, I love this. And so it's season two. And they had the final, the, the mid-seasons finale, and it was just, it's just so clever and fun. And Is it a feel-good show? It is. Oh, it's totally a feel-good show. I mean, but it's like with, I mean, it's a thinking show. It's ah. a feel-good thinking show. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Ted Danson is just acting out of his mind. He is so oh. good. And I mean, I've all, you know, who can like, you don't really dislike Ted. There's right, no role right. that you've been like, Ted Danson. Right, right. It's awful. But he is charming and clever and devious and funny and it is really really good so that is what's making me happy this week season one is on netflix and season two is on nbc so i don't know is there i guess you would watch it like on nbc on demand yeah you wanted to go back and watch this season so that's what's making me happy you know what's weird is last week what's what made me happy was a television show. I mean, Stranger Things. Yes. And this week it's a movie. I feel like I'm going to have right. to look outside That's of... That's what we do. Outside <laughs> okay. of entertainment. We like it. We, I, you know... And I feel like it is my escape. Yes, absolutely. And it does bring me back to... Absolutely. You know. Well, what we'll be judging next time if you don't tell us a book or a piece of literature. <laughs> <Not> reading. <laughs> right now. <laughs> oh, no. All right. So, um, okay. So, after the break, we will bring to you our future follies. So, stick around. All right. So, future follies. What you got? Two things I'm kind of excited for. They're both next weekend. Okay. Um, one is Kansas City Comic Con 2017 Fun. at Convention Center. Cool. Yes. Um, looks like they're going to have a lot of stuff going on this week. I think, I don't remember what day it starts, but I can't go until Saturday anyway. But, and we do have two people in my family who are going to dress up, and it's not me. So. Woohoo! Yeah. But we're going to go, and it'll be fun. What will Chris dress up as? I don't know. He may try to do Wolverine again when okay. he did for Halloween. All right, good. good. And I think Diane's going to be the same thing. Nice. Sailor, chibi. Nice. Man, I feel like Lisa. I should go down there 
in a good place costume. I'm gonna start thinking what I could you what should. I could drum up and see if there you are can any be an other angel. See <laughs> Or a devil? I don't see, know. Do they have those in there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean well, I mean they all dress in regular clothes. Oh. But I think we have to find out what anyway, I, I, I think I would I'm gonna consider that. That's exciting. Consider, yeah. Okay. The other thing is for the first time the Royals are having a garage sale on Saturday. Ah, and yes. they are selling a bunch of stuff for really cheap and I find that very exciting if you want to get some Royals gear. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Um, all right. So um, the uh, my future folly is Alvin Sykes Speaks, a conversation on racial justice in America. And it's put on by Communities Creating Organization. It is this Thursday, November 9th from 630 to 8 at the City of Kansas City Health Department, which is located at 2400 Troost Avenue. And this is, uh, Alvin Sykes is a Kansas City native. Uh, he's a musician. Um, just really has this really interesting life story. And has been absolutely unwavering in his commitment to racial justice. And he's mm. going to talk about his life, his work, and the future of justice. It's free. And anyway, I just think it's a great, and CCO is a great organization. So I'm, I'm happy to be promoting that. There is also on November, I believe this Saturday, November uh, 11th, is a uh, Veterans Day celebration at the World War One Museum. Oh, nice! And Veterans Day was pretty much started after the end of um, the end of World War One, so that makes sense that the World War One Museum is going to have that. It was uh, saying that the that not a celebration but the remembrance of on the 11th day of the 11th month the 11th hour so that's oh, how wow. veterans day sort of part of its history so check those things out right here in kc and um as usual we are begging for reviews so please please begging 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 review our podcast on apple podcast that would be fantastic we i have found a new podcast catcher called overcast it's my new favorite so oh. check that out. I'm going to have to check that out because I still use Apple's thing. No, it's so bad. It's okay. so bad. And in, in, in Overcast, you can tell which podcast you want at a certain speed. Okay, so like a custom. Oh. So that makes a difference because we listen to the news via podcast in the morning on the way to the car. And oh. the, the way to school, we listen to five minutes of NPR news podcast. And they can't handle the speed that I listen to my podcast. So now I don't have okay. to go and switch it. When Amy listens to podcasts, it's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should. I, I listen to our podcast, and it's like... Da, 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 da. <laughs> I can't even do 1.5. Isn't there like a 1.2 or well, something Well, that's like the other that? thing is Overcast has like 1.1, 1. 1, 1. 1.2, 1. Oh, nice. You know, so... But yeah, I, I, I can't handle the slow stuff. But I do it for the kids. So anyway, all right, well, have a wonderful week. And of course, make sure and go out and exercise your right to vote. It vote. may seem like a minor thing. It's not a big presidential election. But we must be in the habit of voting, voting, voting. Locally. Yes, absolutely. The things that affect your life the most. Yes. All right, have a wonderful week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you very much. Did you hear about this shit?